Good evening, and thank you for everyone for tuning in to the Jameer Smith Show. I want to send a huge shout out to everyone that has been tuning in to the coffee chats, um, and I've gotten some great feedback um, with uh, some of my best friends and the questions that I've asked them. So I'm super excited about this one. Um, I have a really good friend of mine um, here to discuss some good old buzz, some Atlanta Housewives buzz. You know, that's all the buzz that's happening right now on Bravo and all of the drama and and, and fun shade and, and whatever, you know, Atlanta Housewives has to offer. So, hi, how are you? I'm doing great. What's up, guys? It, I'm Mario. There you go. I was going to say introduce yourself. Um, Mario the Great, by the way. Mario the Great. So he had a super lit IG Live tonight. Uh, And so literally we're just going to piggyback on some of, you know, the feedback and the questions and, and, you know, just do a little dialogue between us too. So what did you think about tonight's episode? I thought the episode tonight was very boring. Really? Um, I felt like, I did, I did feel like, I feel like a lot of the stuff that they went over is always one of those episodes where they went over they reiterate everything already discussed so it was just like a recap episode like a recap kind of episode so it was nothing very new except Portia Marshall Dimes thing which I'm happy that they did show that because it shows her in a positive light and shows that those women are not only drama and all over the place they also have something to offer to us in the world they did so I like that I will say you know talking about the March of Dimes um, what I appreciated about that um you really got to see, and I wish that they probably would not have edited out, you know, majority of everything, but I felt like I wish Kenya would have said something and Nene would have probably said something. And But it was really good to see uh, people like Marlo and people like, I think it was Shamia, who talked about, you know, their situations and issues and, and, and challenges with uh, pregnancy and post-pregnancy. Um, so... Um, And it's interesting when you say like a recap, because I think that's something that Atlanta does a lot. And we go through this, you know, with saying, oh, my God, the episode was so boring. And it was. And I think that's why. How do they how do they beef up the season? How do how do we keep the excitement rolling? Because. I don't want them to have drama all the time, but I mean, that's because we want to be here for the drama, you know? Okay. We want to see what's going on. We want to see the mess. We want to see the arguments. We want to see all the cattiness. Even though we shouldn't look for that from these beautiful black women, but we, that's what we want to see. Tonight, we didn't get a lot of that. We got a lot of, like, recap, a little. And I also, so like this, tonight's episode was like, I'm going to give you a little bit, and I'm going to follow up with some more stuff later. Okay. I went to, I went to Shamia thing and the Kitty yeah. and Todd thing. Um... With the Nini and Cynthia thing at the um at the boutique, at the boutique. Yeah. you know, so I feel like that stuff was like stuff like we're gonna give you this little bit of this and we're gonna make it worse later. Right? How yeah. do you how do you feel especially, about? I'm sorry, especially with the with the um the Portia and Shamia thing. Right. Shamia called Kenya before she called Portia. Portia was highly suspicious about that. She was so, extremely um, upset, and I feel like you know that was really for the camera because reality. And again. We don't know, but again, um, I think Shamia and Portia, from what we've heard and seen, that they had a little bit of a, a strange situation. And I think that Shamia may have reached out to Kenya because she knew that Kenya would have... What I don't know. It's just it's it's weird to look at the situation because I kind of had a little uh, eyebrow raise at the same thing. Like, well, why did she call Kenya? I, first of all, I didn't even know y'all were cool like that. But... 
What do you think about, um, you know, the Eva situation? So um, last week, Eva and Nini had gone on social media to really go back and forth with, um, you know, I think what Nini did like this interview about, you know, who is really vital for the cast and who really plays a part and blah, blah, blah. And then, um, you know, she alluded to Eva and then Eva responded with, chick i was pregnant so why would i be in greece you know how do you feel about that i felt like no matter what it is nini always finds her enemy correct nini always try to play chess with checkers but she <laughs> gives her opinion about who she doesn't like who she wants to stay who she doesn't want to stay when in reality it doesn't really matter what you think it's all what the fans think and that's what that's who they're going to bring back you know so Nini's done it with Cynthia many times. She's done it with Kenya many times. She's done it with Portia. You know, she doesn't go. go she doesn't go against people that people love, like Candy. She don't go against Candy. Mm-hmm. She she knows who to, she knows who to go. She go, knows who to, go to, who to yeah. She ain't, she ain't do it with Kim. She, she ain't do it with none of those kids because she knows that the people really want to see those people on TV. So I think Nini, Nini was just doing being her normal narcissistic self, being a bully. Correct. Um, I do feel like that. Um, Eva is very, um, I don't think, I don't feel like, to me, Eva's like another pretty face, like, she's another pretty face, has nothing really going on, she has no business that she talks about, she has no business she's doing, mm-hmm. so she doesn't really fit what the housewife wants to be about. So she really doesn't lifestyle. bring a lot of value to the show. Yeah, she doesn't bring a lot of value, she doesn't bring a lifestyle to the show, she's bring, she's brings box to box to box to box Correct. what she brings to the show. Correct. Like, we don't know where she's living at. We don't know who she's living with. We don't know who owns what she's living in. Even just kind of there. But I do feel like that when Nene said, oh, well, we didn't even miss her when she went up to the Greece trip. Nene, you wasn't up for two seasons and we didn't Correct. miss you either. We did not at all. We did not at all. We did not. And and yeah. it's interesting you said that about um, uh, Nene and Kim. So briefly, I looked at Nene's live yesterday and she did this whole promotion with she and Kim and blah, blah, blah. And there was, you know, the Q&A that happened at the end. And see, I like people that can at least come with the real. And I think what Nene does, um, there was a question that posed, who has ever read you the worst? Um, you know, throughout the whole cast. And she was like, well, maybe Kim. And I'm just like, you know, I have been a Housewives fan for... Who do you think read her the best? I will tell you. You know who, who who's read her the best? Major. Claudia. So oh, Claudia didn't get her the fuck together. <laughs> so with Claudia, listen, and, and I think we are all here to say that Claudia made Nene get all the way out of character because I mean she had to go as deep as to talk about the woman's vagina Vagina. (laughs) you know what I'm saying so it was like you know I don't think out of the entire years that she's been on there besides maybe one or two reads from Sheree that have been like extremely like hard-hitting but I mean reading it was definitely her so um to to kind of wrap it up a little bit, um, I was thinking a lot and was really looking at um, Candy's and Todd's relationship. Oh and my god, it made me cry. It did. It was extremely emotional. <laughs> it was extremely emotional because you know, let me ask your opinion. What do you think about that that scene and that situation, and not even just that scene, but about what has transpired really since he got on the show? 
I think it was a real testament to show that it, like somebody that you love and care about, you have to protect them at all costs. Correct. I feel like that's the man for her. I feel like she's a woman for him. But they have let so many people come into their lives and dictate how they should move. Okay. I feel like he's overcompensated for who he is as a man for the whole entire relationship. And he should have to do that to prove himself to his woman or his, her family. If she loves him and respects him, they should do the same thing. Okay. I am happy that he's bossed up and has got to the bag and done things he wants to do. Right. But I also think that he has to have a, a sense of normalcy to himself and also have a sense of who he wants to be. Like, if he wants to do production, if he feels like I want to take six months and go do production, do a show, he should do that because that's what his passion is. Correct. That is he's not passion. passionate about all these restaurants and these He's not. He's not. He's yeah. not passionate about it. Yeah. So I think when you're with somebody that's a creative, you have to also respect who they are as a creative. And still, you want them to get the bag because Sometimes creative things that we do may not be for money. They may be just for our, our sanity. So I do feel bad for him because I feel like he's done everything he can do to support her, to be there for her and be Absolutely. the man that she deserves and the man that people expect her to have. Okay. Not the man she wanted because I think she will find who he was making six figures. I think she you know was. I mean? think she was too. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that I feel bad for him because he has lost all of himself to be with her. Absolutely. Because he loved her that much. And I think she needs to also think about that and also bring it on down in the words of her. <laughs> bring it on use, down. use her own words on her own you, self. You don't have to go to every single event. You don't got to be to every party Rashida and tour your right half. You don't have to be every single thing. You have to sometimes just sit back and be there in spirit. Yeah. Be with your family because you. somebody was talking to me about this and I'm like, she's filming for six months doing out the year housewives. Then she has all these businesses. She doing appearances here and there and whatever, going to the war show, that award show. You film all the week. You film it four or five days a week. Absolutely. You got two or three days off and then those days you got off, you're flying out doing this or you're going to do this party. You only got like about 12 hours to spend with your kids. Correct. And I mean, in addition to that, and I think it was super emotional because this is the first time you really got to see how emotional Ace was behind it. And then also you have a newborn still at home, you know, so it's like you have to be able to balance your time. And I think I was going to ask about, you know, how do you think Candy feels? And it's interesting because Candy has always underlined herself as the boss, you know, Candy's whatever. a Candy's a Taurus, just like me. And what I would say is, I always prioritize friends and work over family. Because I always wow. feel like family's going to always be there. Wow. I prioritize, I, in my life, I am not doing it anymore. I prioritize my boyfriends, my relationships, my friend relationships, my my traveling relationships, my job relationships over family. Because you always feel like family's going to be there and they're going to have your back. Yeah. And I break, I'm breaking my neck for everybody else. You know? Yeah. But the people that are going to really be in the day, I put on the sideline because I'm like, oh, they'll be there when I get back, you know, or they'll be here when I return because they have nowhere to go because they're going to love you no matter what. And as a tourist, you want to go hard, you want to do everything, you want to be there. Like, I'm kind of person, I'm flying to this birthday party, flying to this birthday party. Like, I just left Bali and then the next week I'm going to Vegas because somebody's getting married. Exactly. Like, sometimes you have to be like, oh, I can't make it. Yeah. And it's okay. And I think that's okay. Sometimes we have to say to ourselves, it's okay if I don't do that because I'm a Pisces. And so I have, I prioritize things and I put things in a place of, okay, I have to work. And then I also have to do all of these events, but I don't have to attend all the events. And I think tonight's episode really 
umbrella that we have to make sure that our family comes first because these are moments these are times that we can never get back and you know these are things that we have to take serious because i think even with the situation that we're currently in right now with this pandemic is that life is short so we have to make sure that we are taking advantage of every moment that we're doing but also how we can be involved in all of our families and friends lives the best way we can and to end you know this podcast i'm gonna ask you a fun question so if you can bring back get rid of and bring back two and two so get rid of two bring back two who would you do for the atlanta housewives i would get rid of even candy and i would you would get rid of candy i love candy but i would get rid of her because she thinks she's more important than what she is and Candy's only claim to importance has been Mama John. Mama, what's her name? Mama, Mama, um, what's her name? Mama Joyce. Uh, Mama Joyce, yeah. Mama Joyce and the drama she's had with Mama Joyce and the Candy Coded crew. Okay. So we don't need to see Cameron. What's her name? Cameron, what's her name? Uh, Carmen. Carmen anymore. Don Juan hasn't been there. Just like two scenes here and there. Those were her excitements. Okay. Those dramas was her excitements. Okay. So I can Kenny thinks she's more important when she is. Then we'll, we won't miss you, boo. We'll be fine. So okay. I think I would get rid of Kenny. I would get rid of um, Eva okay. because we Eva is kind of just another pretty face. And I rather, if I'm gonna have a pretty face, I'd rather have Cynthia's pretty face. Okay. And so now, who are the two people that you would bring back? Bring back. I definitely would bring on. Or pause, uh, pause, pause before I say that. Um, maybe not bring back, or who would you add on? Because I think I that's a different. Phaedra Parks. Okay. Back and I would bring on new Delicia Cordon, Mr. Cordon on um, Instagram. Okay. I would bring her on. Okay, interesting enough because I would have brought back maybe if more well, brought to Rashida and Kirk. I think they should have been on Atlanta Housewives just because they had a little bit of a storyline at the middle. But then I saw, you know, from Love and Hip Hop, there was all these additional add-ons that didn't make any sense. So it was just like, they're a lot like candy. You know, it's like, okay, so what else is next? Yeah. So I like, I like Kirk and Rashida, but I think they're just fine for Love and Hip Hop. There we go. So how can everyone follow you? What's your social media handles? Um, you can follow me on at Mario the Great on everything. Mario the Great on everything. Okay. MarioTheGreat.com and Mario the Great on Twitter. Mario the Great on Instagram. Mario the Great on Facebook. Everything Mario is the Great. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for taking this opportunity this time and so much more to come. And guys, thank you so much for honestly listening in and, and tuning in and we have some great things coming up this week i'm loving guys i'm loving listen we are practicing social distancing so literally these are like facetime calls that we're doing so everyone again stay safe stay creative and again until next time thank you for tuning in to the jameer smith show